What's the worst Halloween costume you've ever seen someone in? Is <laughs> I can top it. I don't know. I don't. I I used to go to Halloween parties, obviously when I was, we were younger. But I don't. I haven't been to a Halloween party in a very long time. So. I can't actually tell you. It was probably just like someone in a white sheet or something. Okay, so I had this punk friend mm. and he came in as a rape victim. So like he was wearing what? a torn a torn dress and he was like wearing bruised and he was like, I'm a victim of rape. And I and he was like I was like, Okay, why? He's like, I'm making a statement and I was like, What statement yeah, though? What are you making that we should be scared of people who are raped? That's yeah. terrifying in itself. Uh, there's so much to unpack there. Oh my god! And that's the worst Halloween costume ever, compared to my my amazing one, where I didn't I was invited to a Halloween party, but I was only invited like very last minute. Mm. So I wrote book on my face. <laughs> and you were a book? No, it was Facebook. Oh. Ha, 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 ha. Did many people get it? No, no one did. No. And then when I explained it, that's how they all, all, all acted. <laughs> so we've recreated that moment. <laughs> but I thought it was genius. It's, it is pretty funny. Yeah, exactly. It works on so many levels. <laughs> oh, and hair update, people. It's gone. Yeah, Ralph shaved it all off. No, it's not hair. Okay, you shaved most of it off. It used to be past your shoulders, like way past your shoulders, and now it is... Like, I wouldn't say buzz cut, but... No, I'm not bald like no. I was the last two times I shaved it off. <laughs> you have done that before, though. Twice. I can't believe, like, your hair grows so fast. It because... took three years to get back to that point. Yeah, but that's still, like, a long time. Like, I know some person who shaved their hair and it's still near their ears. They might be balding. No, no, no. It's just, I think your hair grows very long and you don't, like, fast and you don't realise that. And that's where it wants to be. Hello everyone, welcome back to Journey Into the Strange. I'm Kaz. And I am Ralph. And today is a spooky Halloween episode. Woo! Um, yeah, we're doing ghosts today because we thought, why not? But I kind of want to say, I don't think this is going to be our most researched episode. No. Like, I read a book and then I realised it was all rubbish. So I'm just going to tell my ghost stories and we'll discuss if we believe in ghosts and whatever. And then just, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I think it's a um, couple things to mention up top. Sound quality will be better, but that is because we are recording this Halloween episode close to Halloween. Um... In that time, we have got much better microphones. Uh, however, you're going to have to go back to the shitty sound quality of before because we haven't got to this place canonically in the recording journey. There's a, still a few episodes, I think. So I think like December-ish time, then the new microphone sounds will start filtering through. It will be a Christmas present from us to you. It will. Sound quality. Yes. They, I mean, I, I haven't started editing any of the new episodes because we're still editing the old episodes which is <laughs> quite a challenge um but yes uh, i can already tell that the sound quality is hugely much much better so, i also uh, want to say while we're talking about a retrospective i think the role we've been on in the last two episodes has been the best so when you get to the episodes around december expect good ones is my point. Oh, I see. So more recently, we've recorded some good ones. Yeah, yeah we have recorded some good ones. I agree with that. I think that <laughs> this is going 
going to get really better. But I think that's the ones that are coming chronologically next. Those are all our worst ones. Yes. So stop listening, I guess. Yeah, maybe come back in December. Yeah. <laughs> you get nice sounds and better researched episodes. Yeah, there was just a patch where... I, th- I think, I don't know, life got a bit much and we were trying to do too much at once. And I think that it was also the summer as well. Yeah, wasn't I working like fucking 50 hours a week at that point for you like were. a good three months where we were doing those episodes? Yeah. And I was just not with it. No, it was, um, yeah, it was difficult. And then we also picked some really fucking hard subjects. Which I want to revisit all of them. Oh, yeah. Like in the future where we know a lot more and have like a lot more context and can like do some more proper research on them and have episodes that lead up to them and so on i already feel that we already could do better episodes of those ones that we've done just from what we've learned from you know doing all the ones that we've done up until now but um but yeah so um yeah quick aside that's happening (laughs) and um last episode was moonchild so I can't believe I got through that whole episode without mentioning the Iron Maiden song. And I apologise for that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who was going on to me. And you can cut this out. But okay. Is, but don't, because it's insane and people <laughs> might be interested. All right. He was like... <laughs> cut um, this, but don't. Okay, we'll make a decision later on. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of scary stuff, this is scary. Okay. He was like, oh, I fucking hate all metal. And I was like, okay, that's fair enough. And I was like, why? He's like, because it's got guitars in it. And I was like... What? What? He's like, yeah, all music with guitars is for chavs and bullies. I was like, what? Are you out? Are you out of your fucking mind? Like most, like chavs and bullies listen to some. I don't, I don't know. Mostly hip hop, I think. I would say actually more gu- music without guitars. Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like most of music with guitars is for like fucking artsy people or people who like metal or punk or like or people who just groups. like music or like yeah <laughs> any people who like music but like music like a lot of music these days is done without guitars like guitars are kind of like in the mainstream scene as a bit passe I think maybe I'm wrong like but like Beyonce I don't think has any guitars in her music does she is like all like beats know. or whatever I mean that's the thing so much music today is done on you know computers with synths yeah. and obviously there are like sounds that are recorded you know in a a studio environment and then put into that as well but then yeah i feel like more popular music these days doesn't have so much guitar yeah and i could be completely wrong on that it's the music that i see within my sphere and he was he wouldn't believe me that i liked heavy metal he was like no no you're just doing it to hate um annoy your parents because you hate your parents i was like who is this person (laughs) oh he's like a good friend like i've known him for 10 years but years, he, I don't if know. he's known you for like that long, then surely he would realise that you're... N- oh, he does it just to wind me up. But sometimes like, <laughs> you forget that he's 100% serious. And I was like, <laughs> no, my parents don't even know what music I listen to. They weren't that involved in my life, like, in that way. So, I, like, they never even know, know what Iron Maiden were. He's like, well, then you can't like them. I don't believe you. And I was like, I'm not... You have lying, like many, you psychopath. Yeah, many band t-shirts. Yes. He just thinks you all bought them ironically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, he won't go see the second Thor movie, the new Thor movie, because it's got Guns and Roses in it. And he's read more comics than I have, but he's like, nope. But I was like, but the first one has Led Zeppelin in. That's also, like, guitar music. He was like, well, there's some guitars that are worse than others, but they're all terrible. What the hell? <sighs> yeah. This is very strange. I feel like, is is he just being, like, he's just, he's playing us all. 
by no, being... no. <laughs> this is all just the Drake on us. You would think. He also really hates tattoos to the point where, like, I disweiled an entire house party a couple of months ago because I was like, oh, yeah, Matt, why don't you tell my friend who has lots of tattoos um, your opinion on them? And then, like, we went from having, like, a fun, drunken, good time playing Ring of Fire to us all just sitting around the table being like, well, no, I think you're one because of this and him getting more and more annoyed. Be like, this is why I fucking hate tattoos. <laughs> I mean, gangs up on me. It's like, well, uh, whatever. I feel like that was you being destructive. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was also really drunk and I wanted people to stop talking to me. I was like, oh, I can do this to get the attention off me. <laughs> yeah, literally. Just like threw a grenade into that house part and you were like, and goodbye. <laughs> I literally passed out like five minutes. I had worked for like 10 hours that day, so I wasn't even that drunk. I was really tired and people mm. kept like talking to me. So like I did that and I, according to the Fences house party was I like fell asleep like five minutes afterwards. <laughs> so you're like, have a massive argument. Hachu, hachu, hachu. Yes. <laughs> and that is my first spooky tale of the podcast. It was very spooky. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing I wanted to hit on. I ha- actually have uh, some voice recordings from my friends. I wanted to say listeners, but I wasn't that organized. So my friends have um, recorded, very kindly recorded some voice notes um of their spooky stories so we get to listen to those as well i too have friends i just want to get that out there i mean you did try i rem- yeah we had the conversation before this when you were saying like no one did any for me a drunk guy came up to me at the pub yesterday mm. and he's like a co-op customer mm. and he kept like he sat down and he was like oh man i'm so drunk i was like all right <laughs> that's nice and then he was like you know if you don't have any friends i'm there for you you can hang out with me i was like that's nice. I do have <laughs> friends, though. And he was like, mate, like, I know I see you alone in the pub all the time. You're just sad and miserable and look oh, so depressed. Up. And, like, I'm here for you. I was like, okay. And then he was like, <laughs> oh, mate, you could be doing so much more with your life, you know. Oh, oh, this isn't that guy. No, this is a separate guy. Oh, my God. Everyone's so <sighs> fucking mean to you in the pub. You need to go find another pub. And he was like, but you could be doing so much more. You're so intelligent. And I was like... Well, I'm not the one drunk on a Sunday at 11am. Yeah, what the hell? So That's... maybe we ought not be giving me life advice. He's got four kids. Uh, yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure his wife has left him and that's why he's really drunk. Oh, I see. Because he kept me like, mate, I don't think you're going to be seeing me in co-op anymore. And they're like staring at me to ask why. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I think he chose the very worst person in the pub that to tell a sob story to <laughs> And then it seemed like he was just being very patronising of you in order to get some sort of a reaction or conversation or something. Yeah, I don't, I think, I don't think he saw it as patronising. I don't think a lot of people... I'm not going to go into this because it's not a podcast conversation, but yes, he did pick <laughs> the wrong person because I was like, but I'm reading my book, sir. Yeah, like, I come here to be alone. Yeah. So leave you me. You are ruining this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, silly people, not understanding. And that's the second scary story. Drunk. <laughs> Drunk men in Okay, pubs. why don't you tell me an actual scary story? i got to say it myself, I don't have any really scary stories, or at least spooky ones, or ghostly ones. Uh, yeah, I don't really have any. I don't really have oh, that. Well, before we go into scary stories... Okay, I mean, you've already done two, apparently. <laughs> before we go into... Before we drown the audience in scary stories, like, Ooh. two's like a taster. Okay. Um, let's say, like, do we believe in ghosts? Like, what do we think? Like, what do you think? Uh, I personally don't, um, but I really want to, you know? Like, and whenever someone has a ghost experience, you know, like I said, my two friends have, like, sent me 
um, voice notes. And I don't doubt their experiences at all. Like, I'm very sure and certain that these things happen to them. But then it's kind of like, but then I'm like, my me personally, I don't believe that. So then that puts me at odds and going like, well, do I believe them or don't believe them? Like, you can't say, oh, you believe them and then you actually don't believe in ghosts because that is contrary to that. So I, I don't know. I, I feel at odds with it, I guess. This is the thing I think, like, I would say a good, at least five out of ten people I know have, like, ghost stories. Or, like, something supernatural happened. Like, something they can't explain happened to them. And not all of these people are, like believers or want to believe or anything mm. and like some of them are like like so my friend who i will won't name but you know she's in the army oh yeah been to her house i have like she is the straight like i remember one time we were all drunk and i dared her to like let me look through her inter- her internet history mm. oh um, <laughs> wow that is a dare oh i've never thought of that if That's someone brilliant. did to me i'd be like no i would down anything for that not to happen like we are not doing that and she was like yeah why wouldn't i let you do that i was like well oh it's just so innocent <laughs> yeah, it was so i was like even i wouldn't want you looking through that i mean I there's going, gonna be something that i clicked on one day that i didn't want and it was to like, see. travel to like portugal where to stay in portugal sweet summer child yeah <laughs> when does naruto finish have i watched all of naruto <laughs> well i don't think that's on the internet i can tell you but and then I started scrolling down. I was like, there's got to be porn somewhere. There's just got to be <laughs> something, like, scandalous. And, like, all the way to the bottom, after about 30 minutes of scrolling, it wow, was like... that's a lot of scrolling. How do you get past this boss in Metal Gear Solid? I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is so boring. You've ruined this. I won't say the name. You've ruined this. Um, but she has a ghost story. And, like, she is not someone who believes in ghosts. So then I think, like... So, like, let's say three out of those five people I know mm-hmm. uh, like three out of five are lying and just making it up for attention there's still these two people who have like got genuinely ghost stories that they 100% believe happened and a lot of people I know like I just I don't know them to lie to me that much or like really make things up for attention yeah I don't think many well I guess it depends on the people you know but I wouldn't think anyone I mean what's the point in lying yeah. about a ghost story like what does it get you like I mean a attention i i guess but like surely that would be really weird like that you know obviously people have these experiences and that's why they want to tell you about them because they are spooky and because it's weird and they, they kind of want to say hey listen to this weird thing that happened to me rather than yeah i want attention for this type of thing yeah. then, then you'd be known as the person who has and also those people generally would have if they wanted attention from it they would be saying a different ghost story like every other week, yeah. surely, because, you know. But, um, but yeah, the people that I know generally have one or two, and, yeah, they'll keep going back to it. So she doesn't say so your friend, she doesn't believe in ghosts at all. I think she might be a bit on the fence, but, like, if you push came to shove, she'd yeah. be like, nah. But then she has had an experience. Yeah. That's in- So uh, what does she think that was? Uh, probably, like, I think she thinks it's just like, oh, well... You know, there's probably a logical explanation, but I just can't see it. Like, you know, when you look at, like, confused perspective Reddit um, <laughs> things, where it's like, this photo makes no sense. But I know if I looked at it from a different angle, it would probably make sense, but I can't see it because it's just that photo I'm looking at of an experience. I didn't know that was a subreddit, but I feel like I immediately need to go on to it. No, it's really interesting. It sounds um, great. It, I like faces and things. That's a good one. It's just, it just shows, like, inanimate objects where, like, two screws and something that looks like a mouth and right. it's, like, just faces and things. It's hilarious. But that's kind of what it 
is in a way like her being like, well, you know, this looks like a face to me, but if you actually like broke down the parts, which I can't do because it happened to me so suddenly, then mm. it would probably just be two screws and a pencil. Mm. Um, which is why her thing. But I still think, like, when you think of every single person who has a ghost story, like, so many people, like, I meet have at least one. And you're like, I know that's not hard evidence, but it's so, like... There's a lot of to be said for anecdotal Yeah, evidence. how much anecdotal evidence do you want to hear before you... Like, I, I, I don't begrudge, like, if someone doesn't believe in ghosts, you know, more power to them. I am 100% on board. I don't... I'm, I don't know. Mm. Um, but Are you you on the fence then? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do get annoyed with people who are like, oh, only fucking idiots who don't believe in science and don't like the COVID oh, no, that's, vaccine. That's not um, believe in ghosts. And you're like, well, I mean, there is a part part where science can't explain shit. Yeah. And also, like. It is an outlaw of anecdotal evidence, and that's not hard evidence. And yeah, if you want, you can only believe in things with absolute hard evidence. That's fine. Like, I completely understand that. I think I'm probably quite close to that. But then there's so many things that have been proved by science recently, in recent years, that weren't able to be proved by science a few years ago. Yeah. Like, um, the example that I keep going back to is meditation. Uh, Like, 40, maybe even less than that, like 40, 30 years ago... It was seen as complete woo-woo. Like, meditation was like, oh, that's just for, like, weirdos and people in cults. And, like, this isn't, you know, if you do it, you're a weirdo. And, like, you know, this this it doesn't, it's it's quackery. You know, it was it was really seen as, like, complete quackery. And now, like, you you have, like, so many apps that are telling you how to do meditation, like, the benefits of meditation. Many doctors prescribe meditation for anxiety and things like that. And, and you know, there's so much evidence for it now that science has proven. But just because it wasn't proven before, it's seen as complete idiotism. So... I feel like there will be something maybe similar. And I lo- I would love this to happen. I would really love it to happen. For, like, science to prove ghosts. Yes. And then everyone can be on board with it. That'd be amazing. It would. And who's to say it never could um, happen? Because, like, there's still a lot that science doesn't know. Like, we, I don't know enough about science to start listing things that <laughs> science doesn't know. But, you know, it would be... I So... I don't, I'm not someone who needs absolute hard evidence to believe something exists. Because, like, if you say that, then, I don't know, there's, like, a lot, I've never seen a kangaroo. But that's how, like, needing absolute hard evidence to believe something exists, that's how you get, like, fucking flat earthers and, like, Mm. people who believe that the sun isn't real, you know what I mean? It's, like, because, like, they haven't seen the curvature of the earth themselves, then it doesn't exist because they need the hard evidence and they need to see it with their eyes. And, like, if you refuse to, like, believe, I don't know, there's a line where people who think that needing hard evidence makes them so intelligent, where you're like, well, it also starts to, like, make it so you don't believe anything unless you've seen it with your own eyes. And also, on that note, um, you know, so much of science is very difficult and dense to understand. Like, you know, you need degrees in order to understand the science. Um, You can't just say, oh, even though there is science proving it i can't understand said science so Mm. then i i can't believe in it yeah i mean surely that follows the same logic like you know there's um your perception isn't 
reality as in there's you know birds can see infrared colors and well not infrared ultraviolet ultraviolet colors plus apparently they see like 20 times faster than us so like us moving looks like a series of still images to them so weird but yeah that's the whole that's the whole thing it's like how do we know that oh science has taught us that but then how do we i don't understand the science behind how we know that birds see like ultraviolet colors you know and sure there is science that backs that up and proves it otherwise we wouldn't think that but that i can't just go like oh well i don't understand the science there's no hard evidence for it so i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna entertain that that exists so yeah oh like it's like I give you like oh, I went to co-op today, Kaz, and you'd be like, "Well, there's no hard evidence of this, so I don't believe you." That's it. Did like, you take pic- to... pictures? It's like, oh, no. Well, I don't believe you. But... <laughs> I did though. Although actually, I'm lying. I didn't get to co-op today. But I was nice. stuck inside all day. <laughs> With that, shall I play one of the spooky stories that my friend sent over? Yes. Yes. I will do that. I'm just gonna say I do believe in ghosts. Probably. I mean, you said you were on the fence. Sometimes. Hello, Journey into the Strange podcasters, Caroline and Ralph. Um, Thanks for inviting me along via voice note um, to share my paranormal experiences with you. Um, I have a handful, but I I thought I'd just kind of share with you probably my most interesting ones. Um, So to start off with, um, this particular experience occurred actually in the Isle of Wight while I was away with a friend um, for a long weekend. Um, We were staying in a hotel um, down by the coast, um, kind of promenade um, in Shanklin on the Isle of Wight. Um, And when we got to the hotel, everything was pretty good, pretty normal. we went out for an evening, ended up obviously just going back to the hotel after having some dinner and got ready for bed. Um, and that particular night, um, I I really struggled to get to sleep, actually. Um, I could kind of feel like there was a presence in the room with us, um, my friend, none the wiser, um, but there was something that I just could feel. It didn't feel threatening, but just something was kind of present in the room with us. And I really, yeah, like I say, really struggled to get to sleep that night just because I was feeling a little bit uneasy. And throughout the night, I would kind of doze off, wake up because I could feel like there was something kind of near me. Um, And it was just a very, very restless night. Um, it got to a point where I thought, oh, do you know what, I'll, I'll put some kind of like mellow music in one ear um, on a headphone and see if that can kind of help me doze off. I think around this time it was about maybe about 4.30 in the morning. Um, and bearing in mind it was the summertime as well. So kind of sunrise, you know, starts creeping up a little bit earlier. And um, as I was trying to obviously fall asleep, um, listening to this music, I clear as day as in literally could couldn't argue against that this happened um I could hear a voice a female voice um that said to me as crazy and silly as this is going to sound um but she said to me right by my bedside as I was the one closest um sleeping closest to the door she goes good morning girls I'll go get you your bacon now again laughable due to the comment but 
it was so clear to me that I I kind of like hit my my friend who was lying in the bed next to me sleeping um obviously she didn't hear anything but I was so startled I mean it didn't it didn't like I say it doesn't feel it didn't feel threatening but I just it just took me by surprise um and I looked around the room again because there was a bit of sunlight creeping in through the curtains again because it was summer and there was no one there but that but I could not deny that that happened it was it was literally as clear as day and obviously I kind of reflected on it in the morning and I told my friend about what had happened and you know whatever it was you know whoever this lady was you know it would almost be fitting that you know if she was some sort of kind of ghostly presence that she would say something like that. She also said it, I have to note, in a kind of old English kind of accent. So, you know, I, I did try and actually look up um, a bit of the history of the hotel, but I couldn't really find anything online. But, you know, given that it, it was a hotel and that actually, you know, when when this kind of encounter happened, it was during sunrise when, you know, perhaps in the more kind of olden times, you know, you would be having an early breakfast. Um so it it kind of just felt quite fitting that that particular encounter happened because from my thoughts on it, you know, she could well have been, you know, a kind of, you know, a worker of the hotel, a maid of sorts, um, fetching breakfast for people, um, you know, when, when the sun rises, when it's time to have breakfast. So it was, again, it didn't feel threatening, but it was very, um, yeah, it was just such a clear um voice and and like I say there was no one in there in the room with us but I I cannot at all deny that it didn't happen because it was like I say it was just absolutely clear um so yeah that that is um one of my stories um and I will share with you shortly another one for the purpose of sharing to your listeners on your podcast so a much friendlier version of the shining there (laughs) As hotel story, hotel ghost stories go, that one was fairly tame compared to The Shining. I mean, yeah, but that's, still. that's The Shining. <laughs> yeah. Although, I swear there is a thing with hotels. Like, half the like ghost stories I've heard people say they are from hotels. And, like, there is, like, a history of haunting on a lot, like, genuinely, like, a lot of hotels. And my ex-girlfriend, whose name I won't mention, mm. but she existed, you know. <laughs> Fuck anyone who thinks they don't. I do have exes. Looking at you co-workers. Um, anyway, so there was like a room that she, um, like, that was thought to be haunted. And again, like, say what you will about her. She wasn't the nicest person all the time, but she wasn't really a liar. I never, I never knew her to lie to me. And she was like, yeah, when I was in there, like, I could hear a woman singing. Yeah. And like, I just felt wrong every time I, like, entered that room. Um... So, yeah. Also, if you want a really good, like, hotel story that isn't The Shining, read 1408 by Stephen King. Yeah. 1408? Yeah, it's a short story. It's really scary. Oh. Is that the one where you can't leave? No. Okay, that must be another one. I mean, I watched, I watched a film, and it was like... Oh, it might be the film adaption, but that wasn't very good. Oh, okay. Had Samuel L. Jackson in, though. Oh. 
the, the film you're on about have Samuel L. Jackson. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> it may have done. Um, but yeah, I remember in that one, like, he can't leave the room. And he keeps waking up and he's like, he thinks he's got outside the room. And he's yeah, like, yeah, he, that he is the film. He ends up back film. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it was, that was quite scary, actually. It was a good horror film. It just wasn't, I don't know. But I thought the short story was a lot more effective. Interesting. Well, yeah, I should probably read that because if you wanted the spooky... Spooky recommendation to listen to, but yeah, I like Simona's story. I don't actually know the other one that she's gonna tell us. I'm so quite that, excited. That would be interesting as well. But yeah, um, it's a friendly ghost wanting to offer bacon. Yeah, I mean that's sort of one of the things I wanted to discuss as well. The sort of idea of ghosts that could potentially be like energy and energy patterns. Mm. So um, the idea that energy cannot be destroyed or creative only transferred um to, to think that energy from like really emotional points of someone's life or like trauma or horror or something like that like normally at sort of like the moment that someone dies it's like a very emotional moment that sort of gets imprinted i guess onto the environment and that's if, if science is going to explain ghosts that's something that I would think it maybe might be because it's um Is your cat trying to get in? Yeah. Mm. But um just leave him. <laughs> you can't come in. Go away. <laughs> anyway. Um so yeah, if there was an explanation, I would say that that would be like maybe the reason? Like if and maybe because that woman maybe kept saying that over and over and over again, like every morning, good morning, girls, I'll go get your bacon. It's, it sounds like something that she would say, like she said multiple times before, not would you like bacon? It's I'll go get your bacon, as in it's like a, a usual occurrence. So like maybe someone said something so many times that that energy was just imprinted onto your environment. That's what I would like to believe. If, if you had to sort of round up ghosts in a scientific way, that's... I always thought that mm. made the most sense. Yeah, something like that anyway. But then I haven't done any research into, like, you know, whether that's true or, like, whether that's normally believed. But, um, but yeah, that's that's what I would like. That's that's like, a, like an echo of a memory, yeah. I guess, is, is what I'm trying to say. I think we can all agree the best podcasts don't do research and just say what they like to believe. <laughs> Yeah, you're right about this being like a low research episode. I feel like next year we'll come back and do Ghosts Part 2 and we'll like do like loads of research and we'll go to like a paranormal museum that I know exists in London because I was going to go to it on an asexual meetup and then the person I was going with had a meltdown and was like, they're all going to think I'm ugly and then cried and then we got drunk in a pub. (laughs) I want to go to the paranormal museum. Yeah, and it would have been cool to do with asexuals too, but... Oh, man. Well... You know, let's let's do that some other day. Let's let's plan that whole day again. Yeah, that would have <laughs> been cool. Uh, yeah, and then we can take a little microphone with us, and we can be like, we're looking around the paranormal place. And if we tell them that we're podcasters, they might think we're important, and then like let us interview one of them. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, and yeah. let us in for free. <laughs> oh, it was free anyway. Oh well, oh that's good. It, it was, was a museum. free museum. All museums are free. Well, oh. not. Eh, Aren't they? I mean, I guess. 
I guess they are in the UK, yeah. I don't go to a lot of museums in the UK. Whenever I go abroad, it's always like, let's go to a museum. And they always make you pay, but that's probably because it's not the UK. <laughs> oh, maybe you're not. I, but I mean, I know the big ones are free in the UK. Yeah, big ones like the Science Museum and the Natural History Museum. Like London-y ones. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I haven't really ever gone to a museum. That Actually, I went to a witch museum in Cheshire. That sounds cool. And that was actually very cool. I think that was free. Okay, cool. Actually, I'm not sure. Maybe it wasn't free. Can someone know. write in and let us know if there's unfree museums in the UK? <laughs> Pretty sure we could just Google it, but... No, but that's no fun. Someone write in. Please, we need emails. Journeyintostrange at gmail.com. And that being said, if anyone wants to, like, email in about anything, really, we are here and ready to take your emails. Even if you just want to talk to me about wrestling. New Japan. Only New Japan. Yeah, at the moment. <laughs> Although WWE is shockingly good now, so... Oh, right, wow. Yeah. It's a turnabout. Maybe we can turn this into a wrestling podcast. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, spooky story number three. Mm. There was this guy who I hated. And Great. still do hate. Okay. Um, and he was dating a friend of a friend. And we went to a pub in Winchester. And he claimed he could see ghosts, like, all the time. And we were down in the pub and he was like, oh man, it's so cold down here. Don't you people feel this? I was like, well, yes, because we're, they're like pubs to ground level and then the bit of the pub is like a basement. So you go down underground. So of course like, we're cold, we're in yeah, a basement. We're in a basement <laughs> and it's fucking October. Of course we're cold, you fucking idiot. And then he's like, oh man, oh my God, are you guys seeing this? There's a woman with her head off and she's standing right behind Charlotte. Oh my God, oh my God. And I was just like oh, kill me, I need to, I'm not drunk enough for this. And then I got really drunk and he was still going on about like the ghosts and I was like, oh, I'm still not drunk enough for this. And then he told me that like, who's the lead singer of Green Day? I forget the guy's name now. You're asking the wrong person. Billy Joel. <laughs> oh, okay. I think, no, Billy Joel. Something like that. Joel Billy. So, uh, some cunt. But like, <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, I model my look after the lead singer from Green Day and I want to be like him and I love him. And I and then I was like, oh, you do model your look after a guy from Green Day. And he was like, oh, I've actually won like competitions that I look so much like him. Oh, and he was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I think I hate you. Green Day's the worst band I've ever listened to. <laughs> and then... And then he was like, Ralph, I've got to, I've got to, you know, you're nerdy, right? I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> What's it not obvious? <laughs> and then he was like, okay, have you ever, I've got this movie recommendation for you, Transformers. I was like, you're, you're <laughs> joking, right? He's like, ah, oh, that's so good. So exciting. Michael Bay, master, master cinematographer. It's like, you're joking, right? He's like, no, no, they're really good. I was like, the highest grossing movies. Of the- Everyone knows what they are. Like, you don't even need to be a nerd to like even. Oh uh, yeah, do you yeah. know what? It's really good that you should check out fucking Titanic. <laughs> it's really underrated. No one's ever seen that movie. <laughs> Idiot. Um, and then he was like, and then, and then his ex girlfriend came in, and he burst into tears. Uh, despite the fact he was out with his new girlfriend and he's like I can't be around her I miss her so much and then went out the pub and then yeah so that's my scary story number three um, I, I see a theme here <laughs> but I was so like that's someone I can't stand like and you do meet them occasionally when you're like into spooky or weird stuff where it's just like that guy didn't see ghosts. He was such an attention seeker. Oh, yeah. I mean, that definitely is attention seeking because, like, also people who actually do have experiences don't treat it like that. Yeah. Like, they don't 
they're not like, oh my god, I see dead people. They're like, I had a really weird experience I can't explain one time. And that's generally it. Not, yeah, someone going that, around saying I see dead people. What annoyed me was his girlfriend was like, oh, this is so interesting. Is she over there? And you're like, you can't be buying this. You're in university. Yeah. You must be more intelligent than this. Unless she, she was just being like, I don't know, patronizing or leading him on or whatever. Nah, or just... they're still together to this really? day. Really? Oh, well, there you go then. Yeah, so that's my scary story number three. <laughs> I wonder if he still talks to ghosts. <laughs> People who pretend to see ghosts when they clearly don't. That's a good one. <laughs> Should we listen to Simona's other one? Yep. So my second story to share with yourselves is um, is not so much, I would say, an encounter, but more of a experience that I cannot um, explain other than it being something to do with the kind of paranormal, spiritual kind of world. Um, so this story happened back in 2015 um, when I was working abroad in Italy. That's where I'm from. And... Um, my grandma, who I was very close to, um, bless her, was was very poorly and was was dying of cancer. And whilst she was, you know, in her last few days, my dad had flown to the south of Italy. I was working in the north of Italy at the time to go and see her and obviously spend kind of the last few days with her. And there was one particular night it was again around uh, probably between 4am quarter past four in the morning where I was obviously asleep and at some for some reason I can't explain but I jolted out of bed I, I kind of really sat up straight and something just felt like it had woken me up and um, I turned my light on my bedside light had a little look around the room there was no one in there and it was yeah, I just thought, oh, that, that was odd and kind of just didn't really think anything of it. Um, I then, you know, laid back down, switched my light off and just kind of just laid staring at the ceiling, just obviously trying to get back to sleep. And then all of a sudden I could see my phone um, next to me, like flash. Um, I also, bearing in mind, did not have my phone on the ringer. It was on silent. So unless I'd have you know, if I'd have been asleep, I wouldn't have seen this particular phone call. So I obviously grabbed my phone because I could see it flashing and it was my dad calling me, um, telling me to, to, to tell me that my, my grandma had just kind of passed away just a few moments ago. And, you know, obviously I kind of, you know, thanked him for calling me and um, for letting me know and kind of just kind of stewed upon that news. Obviously it was very upsetting, but I kind of just laid there in bed thinking that's so bizarre because if I'd have never of woken up randomly, I would never have seen that phone call come through because my phone was on silent. So I'd have just been asleep and would never have got the, the news until the following morning. So again, is it coincidence? I don't know. But I think I personally almost take comfort in what happened because I do believe that it was my grandma um, waking me up um, so that I would, would receive the news of, of her passing because we were very close. Um, because like I say, otherwise, if if I hadn't have randomly woken up and jolted upright in bed, 
um, I'd have totally missed that phone call and I wouldn't have got the news until the following morning. So, yeah, just thought I'd um, share that story with you as well. Yeah, that exact same thing happened to my mum. Really? When her dad died, she said that she woke up like with a jolt. Like she wasn't dreaming anything, but like she woke up with a jolt. And then it wasn't until the next morning and she asked when he died and it was like two minutes after that. That's so or weird. Or before, I forget exactly what it was. But like... At yeah. that time though. Yeah. Wow. That is really spooky. Yeah, and I swear I've got another a few people who have said that same thing happened to them. I think that's quite a common experience. It's weird, isn't it? Which again is something I think like leads me to, like not ghosts maybe, but something. Yeah, like some something's there, like energy. Like, I mean, if... It's people who are related. They have... Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. It's, like, completely unexplainable. But obviously, it's happen, it happens more often than you think. Yeah. And, yeah, I really like that story. Um, as I think someone may have told me that one in the past, but I hadn't heard it recently. And uh, that's a really nice one because, yeah, it was, like, waking her up because otherwise she wouldn't have got the news because her phone was on silent. So I was like, oh, that's really nice. That's sweet. Yeah. But also pretty spooky. <laughs> As... Or bizarre. Maybe bizarre is the better term for it. Yeah. Interesting one. Yeah. Oh, what Go. do we do next? Huh? What do we do next? Uh, you can tell us another spooky story. <laughs> I actually genuinely do have like a few spooky stories, oh, okay. like non-joking ones. Oh, I'd like to hear them. Um, uh, the first one was we lived in this like tiny little village when I was growing up called Hordle. And, like, we always thought the house was haunted. Like, so we had a cat, and she would, like, hiss at random... All cats do that. Like, they're, like... (laughs) Hiss at random things. Yeah, and just, like, see random things because they're, like, super sensitive to light. But sometimes, like, when you're in that house, it really, really felt scared, like, weird. Mm -hmm. To a point, like, it just... It always felt like something was off. And, like, mum... Like, my dad... Like, my dad is... He's been in the army, he's been in prison, and he's been in a psychiatric hospital. That last one, maybe ignore for the purposes of the story, because it might, like, you know. But, <laughs> but like, my dad's a hard man. Like, he's not... He's seen shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, in the army, he was actually in combat. Like, he went... I don't know what, like, war was going on in Egypt, but he's had, like, things fire at him while he's, like, been in fights, and, like, he's had gunfire and stuff like that. Oh, God. Like, he's, you know... He's, Hardened. Yeah. Um, but he, like, um, so there was, like, a hole that his room was at, my mum's room was next to it, my parents hate each other, so that's why they weren't sleeping in the same bedroom, in case anyone wonders, and I was, like, down the hall, and my dad always, um, like, when I was growing up, as we were in that house from, like, five to ten, my dad would, like, sleep with his door open, because he liked to, like, be able to hear me to make sure I was, like, alive and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, and, like, one day he was, like, I saw this, like, old woman standing outside my doorway because I had a nightlight on, so, like, the nightlight kind of illuminated into his room. Yeah. So he was like, I saw this shadow, like, and she was just standing in front of my door watching me, and I was, like, all night, and he said that he put, like, his covers over his head to, like, try and, like, you know, wait, like... And then he looked again, and she was still there. Oh, that's, um, that's really creepy. And, I, like, and he said this to me the next day, and I was like... <laughs> I was, like, seven, and, like, my eyes were just like... <laughs> Why are you telling me this? And he was like, well, if you want, you know, I've always said I sleep with the door open to make sure you're alive. I'm sleeping with it shut from now on. <laughs> um, so you deal with the... The ghost can get the, you yeah. instead. 
Um, and like, uh, like joking aside, to that day, like he always slept with that door shut. He would not open it for any reason, even if I had the flu. He's like, I'm not fucking sleeping with that door open. Wow. And like, he's sure it wasn't your mum just trying to creep him out. <laughs> yeah, I'm ninety nine percent sure. But she said she was tall with like curly hair. Oh. My mum's not tall, nor does she have curly hair. Yeah. Um, so. Mm. that's one story another story is really brief I was sitting and I was watching TV and my parents um, I was like eight so I was like just old enough to be home alone just like they're only gone from like three till five about four till like six uh, but I was in the house on my own and it was like quite a big house um, that's quite young to be left alone <laughs> Oh, is it? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, 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 yeah, obviously didn't have the greatest childhood, so... I don't think I was al- allowed to be on my own until I was, like, 12. 12? Yeah. That's so late. I had... I mean, I don't think it is. I think I it's normal. Left, I was left alone on my own overnight when I was 12. Really? Yeah, because my mum worked nights and my dad used to stay at London all week. Oh, wow. Because he was working on his boat, so I was left in the house on my own. Oh, God, I don't think... Well, yeah, I don't actually know when I first was allowed to sleep on my own I was terrified yeah, I, I would just like curl yeah. up in bed and cry because I thought there was intruders but you've been in my old dad's house in Fleet haven't you the upside oh, down yes. one yes. that's quite a big house and like yeah, I was like big. so scared because all of those empty rooms um, mm. anywho so you were eight yeah I don't think is that someone would have to no because there's like latchkey kids yeah I mean I, I, you definitely absolutely were if that's the case <laughs> Where they come home and like have the house to themselves before yeah. school, like that's a normal time to be left on your own. I think. I anyway. think. I think it's all perception, isn't it? Because some people, obviously, that's quite normal, and other people would be like, "Oh God!" I, th- I feel like for parents today, you wouldn't want to leave like an eight-year-old alone. This is funny because there's so much more ways they have to contact you now. Yeah, I guess um, so. Like it's almost safer because like if they hear anything, they can be like, "Boop boop boop, please come home." Yeah, that's like, it. We didn't. My, my parents didn't even have like mobiles when they were leaving me alone. I was just like, "Well, if I die." Guess that happens. <laughs> they will know tomorrow. Yeah. Anywho, so and I was just sitting there and I was watching like TV and I was like, Power Rangers, yay! <laughs> it's morphing time. And then like my cat hissed and I saw the door handle go like it, the door was closed down. and the door handle closed and the door like sprung open. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god. That's such a cool Megazord. <laughs> anyway, so that was that one. That's spooky. It's like little things like that and kind of like, oh, could they be explained the way? I like, think they probably could. Could it be like it was like like the little like latch was just slightly spring-loaded on the edge of the door and then just something happened and made it go cling and it like sprang open. Yeah, and but, I'm not saying that's not the case. But, but I mean, I'm not saying it is the case, but also, I'm just saying little things like that. You can, or like, oh, the, the door slammed really suddenly. It's like, well, maybe there was a draft. You yeah. know, like that little things like that, I feel like maybe they could be explained but away. I also but, feel like they add up. So, But yeah. like memory edits itself. So in my mind, it's so clear that door handle went down and the door opened. Like mm. something had to turn that thing but that house was spooky i was on my own and i was young so like maybe the door slowly drifted open because of a breeze and like because i was just freaked out by being on my own like i just interpreted it differently my, like yeah you like you invented memory around yeah it. but i mean i i feel like you could say that with so many different situations like oh you were hallucinating or you were a child or you misremembered that or you were dreaming but i do think it starts to add up so we have my dad thing 
we have that one, and then I'll tell you my final like story from that house. Oh. It was um, uh, when we first moved there. Right? So I was five. We moved out when I was thirteen. So we moved there when I was five, and like the first thing we did was like we made um a little because the house didn't have a number. It had like a name. I think it was like called Apple. Pinewood, I don't know, Apple Orchard, Apple House or something. I think it was like Apple Orchard House, that was it. <laughs> Combination of all the Yeah, top. <laughs> so we made like a big That's like um, sign. So uh, like on like a big wooden board, mm-hmm. uh, we painted like letters and put it on a, glued it on a board mm-hmm. and then put it out like on top of the door. So like it was, it was a fucking nightmare to get mail when it's a num- like a, like a house. house name. Because they're of, like, like, where is that? Yeah. So to make it clear what the name of the house was. Right, um, so you're so like, so you can see this from the road, Mr. Yeah. Postman. Yeah, exactly. So it was on, like, so then when we were moving to Fleet, um, we'd packed everything up, everything was gone, and um, there was no, like, moving trucks. That had all happened to so it. It was just, like, me and my mum just finally, like, we were the last people leaving in the car to go to where we were living. Mm-hmm. And I turned around and I said, buy house. And I swear, and my mum kind of backed this up, the th- um, name of the house, like, flew off the thing and shattered on the floor. <gasps> And I was like, and like, mum was there too. She was like, that was fucking weird. Yeah, it's almost like the house is saying, like, good riddance. Yeah. Like, oh, no, fuck I, off then. <laughs> we didn't even think it was good riddance. It's almost like, I don't know, just. I mean, if you had spooky things happening in there, it's almost like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, there could be a lot of things that it was trying to say. Yeah, I don't know. I never thought of it as like a malevolent thing. I just thought of it as a, like, well, your time here is over. Time to break your sign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How weird. But that, like, and like, mum will, like, if you ever meet my mum, ask her about that story. And like, my mum's not a liar. She's miserable, but she's not a liar. <laughs> um, but she'll back me up. That definitely, absolutely happened. I will ask her. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I um, also want to ask her about that strange personality quiz cult thing she was in. Oh, yeah, I need to do that. Um, well, we'll, we'll interview your mum one day. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not. Um, <laughs> The problem with the NHS, it, that, oh, like, this is about like ghost stuff, and she's like, "This is about ghost stuff." The ghost of my shattered dreams from overworking me. We're like, no, not that kind of ghost. Yes, disappointment in how my life turned out is a sort of ghost. <laughs> ghost of hopes. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's like my stories about that house, which I swear I haunted. I have one more big. Big haunted story. Should we listen to the one that Steph gave us and then we can do your one and then finish up? When it comes to spiritual, you know, kind of apparitions or even the thought of seeing a ghost or a demon or anything like that, um, I think ever since I was young, I didn't like the thought of it. Unfortunately, I saw horror movies from a very young age. My own doing, of course. I saw them uh, at friends' sleepovers and we stole my friend Sophia's uh, video of, I think it was called Just the Haunting. Uh, I was, I would say, I wasn't even in, um, you know, middle school yet. I wasn't even in senior school, so I would have been nine or ten. I first watched that and I think ever since that my brain knew what could be in the outer life and what could possibly be experienced and a few things in my life made sense from there on. So it was quite dramatic a change from a young age to realise what what kind of could possibly be out there. Uh, Since that time, 
I began to watch more horror films, you know, as as most teenagers do when they're young, they go to sleepovers with their friends and they think it's fun to watch horror films and fun to be scared. And it was never the it was never the horror films like Saw or anything gory um, that really got to me, but it was the thought of the afterlife uh, or ghostly figures or hauntings that really uh, stuck with me throughout my childhood. Um, As a child, I moved several times into several different homes as my father would buy rundown houses that possibly people had died in. Um, You know, they were full of rats and and feces and that they were falling apart and he would do them up to a really nice standard over a few years and then sell them on. So there was always something off about the places that we lived. Uh, I don't remember the first place really as I was only there since I was six, but definitely the places afterwards. Um, most, Most notably the house that my parents are in now. We moved into there when I was 15 and I knew that the gentleman who had lived there before had died in the house. I also knew, coming from a Catholic background, that uh, we kind of believed in the afterlife, but not really in ghosts, but I wouldn't touch that kind of subject. I was almost involved in a seance at school. I told my mother that I was going to stay behind. My friends wanted to do a Ouija board. I was in year 10, and she refused to let me, and she picked me up early. To this day, I thank her for doing that. Um... I am an agnostic in most things in life. I don't disbelieve unless I have proof to disbelieve, and I don't believe unless there's proof to believe. That's the same with religion, that's the same with ghosts, that's the same with anything, really. Uh, You know, Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster. If I can't disbelieve it, then there's always going to be an aspect of me that believes that it could be. So knowing that, um, and growing up as Catholic, as my father is Irish, I was told multiple different, you know, multiple different stories. And my father believed that ghosts aren't real, but that the mind is a very powerful thing. However, my mother, who is not religious... Uh, believed that ghosts are real and in fact told stories of her sightings um, those being at kind of old churches or schools that she she went to and seeing people on stairs and figures that weren't there so I've always had a half belief half disbelief um, aura about me the time that I truly felt a presence. Now, I don't know whether this would be a ghostly presence. I don't know whether this would be a someone messing with me. <laughs> but one of my early girlfriends when I was 18, so this was 12 years ago now, her sister passed away um, quite young, at a, at a very young age. And they hadn't moved house since that had happened. Now, my partner at the time said that this was, you know, things had been being moved around the house. Everyone in the family believed this to be true. Uh, Toothbrushes were going missing. Um, Things were just moved from the normal place. And 
as this person's first girlfriend, so first, you know, partner of the same sex, um, I felt a presence in that house and also kind of just around me of being watched and being seen and being, you know, judged almost sometimes. And it things did eventuate to things moving, not just in their house, uh, but in my house as well. And I just felt like it was the sister. And I don't, still to this day, I don't know whether that's, you know, was just planted in my brain and therefore anything weird that happened, I put it to that or that it actually happened. But that was the first feeling that something was off. And when me and her broke up, I didn't have that feeling anymore. So I'd never saw her. I visited her grave um, to apologize about the breakup and I never felt anything after that. It was a very strange time, um, but it was my first kind of feeling of a spirit in my life. The second time in the house, as I uh, noted, as I noted, in the house where my parents live now, the person did die. And as I also noted, my father is a disbeliever, but he does believe that there's something in that house that just creaks or makes sound. And I know what people say, there's old houses, there's old pipes, there's old gutterings, there's, you know, things like this. But there's certain times of the day that you can hear someone walk up and down the stairs in this house. There's always been in bad kind of aura to it that even as a young 20 year old when I would stay at my parents and even as an older 20 year old when I would stay at my parents um staying there alone at night without them in the house always felt wrong and I would always ask to stay in their room because my room felt off and felt dangerous and I could never quite put my finger on it. I don't know whether I was scared of a break-in or that there was... It just felt like there was always somebody in the house, even when there wasn't. And that feeling to this day still stands with that house. So I believe that there are energies out there. I believe that there are auras out there that can really change your deception of a place um, I'm not sure whether they grow fonder the more you know about what happened. I probably presume that they do because the more you know, the more your mind can adapt and then think about this weird thing happened. It must be this spirit. It must be this person, etc. And if you had no history and no recollection of what had happened, then your mind would just think, oh, it's old piping, it's old guttering, it's the wind. Or think it's a kind of different spirit to what you think so it's definitely an interesting thing to feel a bad energy and it's an interesting thing to hear other people's sights feelings and feels because I would never dismiss or dismay someone if they said that they saw something because as my father once said, the mind is a very powerful thing. And if somebody says they saw something, they probably did. Doesn't mean that it's there, doesn't mean that it's true, but I believe that they saw it. And 
this is why I like living in New Zealand. <laughs> I moved to New Zealand at the beginning of 2020 from the UK and the houses here aren't that old at all. New Zealand was only founded a couple hundred years ago. There isn't that much history. There isn't that much uh, death on the grounds of houses. There isn't that much spiritual ghostly apparitions or haunted stories or old timey houses. Everywhere seems new and untouched. And I can't wait to be in someone's ghost story one day so that was Steph's story um I do like what you said at the end there about not not discounting anyone's story because um yeah what people experience is what they experience and whether it happened or not that is what they experienced and that's they had this experience no matter what other people say so yeah it's it's yeah I once had a friend I'm still really good friends with mm. but we were like in a van in the back of a van and we were like chatting about ghosts and um I was like oh how did I get into it I forget but he was like going on about not judging anyone and being like an open-minded person and I was like but I bet you think you're more intelligent than me because I believe in ghosts and you don't and he was like well mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish you hadn't asked me that because now you've like cornered me <laughs> And then I threw out business in the back of a van. Why would that be? Because you threw up. I get really travel sick. Oh, uh, were you driving? Well, they, you had been driven. Yeah, I was in the back of a van with the guy. I just assumed the van was parked. No. Oh. Why would I be in the back of the van if it was parked? I mean, why would you be in the back of the van while it's driving? <laughs> so we could get from point A to point B. What kind of van? It's like a dog walker's van. Dog walker's van? Yeah, because our business was dog walking. What's a dog... Okay, I've never been in a dog walker's van. It's like a van. <laughs> It is just a van. Okay. Like, but it has cages in to put the dogs in. Okay. So she'd go from house to house, pick up like 10 right, dogs, right. take them all out, and then... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense now. I just thought you... I don't know, like it was... I don't know, like an Amazon van. <laughs> I don't know. No. no it's, just, yeah, it's just a van. Okay. With some cages in. Got it. Yeah. I, yeah. I uh, forget how that related. In. Yeah, you shouldn't judge people. Like if people believe what they saw... Unless it's someone who dresses like Billy Joel from Green Day, <laughs> then you know, believe them. I think so. Unless they recommend Transformers movies. Yeah, that too. And then cut them out of your life because they're clearly stupid and don't know what they're on about. <laughs> and I hate them. I feel that there was more. Yeah, that wasn't because he'd be leaving Ghost though. That was because he would had there were so many other things. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you said you had another scary story. Oh wait, so this is my. Oh, I have, I have two. I remember one that you told me. Yeah, it's probably going to be this one. Okay. So I'll start with the really, really negative one. Oh, okay. And then if we have time, I might tell my really, really positive spiritual one. Oh, do it. Okie dokie. Negative one is I used to go running. I'm going to try and get through this quickly because too many people go, um, and are doing this. Um, <laughs> oh, you're like really self-conscious yeah. about it now. So... Right, so I used to go running with a friend who was super hot. That's irrelevant, but she was. <laughs> but so we'd go around, it was like a semicircle. So if you think of the Omega sign, so you'd go up, run round, and come back down. Or you could continue running round. Um, so I was walking, um, but my friend had the flu, so I wasn't with her. And it was about five o'clock on a day. 
and then like I was walking up there and um before the circle starts we, like we run round there's like a mailbox and there was a car parked outside the mailbox and it was like on and I was like okie dokie that's a car and it was like quite it was getting dark but it wasn't dark dark and it was still early it was like five o'clock so this would have been around like October time mm-hmm. but I think it was more like January okay um but dark then by that time yeah, it wasn't proper. Darkish. Dark. Yeah. Yeah, um, Maybe it was a bit later. Maybe it was like March. Um, okay. Anyway, so I was like walking up and I was like, just something about that car I didn't like. And I, I, don't, I don't know what it was. Like, it's just I was like, nope, don't feel comfortable with that. So I crossed over and started running like opposite the car. Also, it's like a, a parked but on car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would make me uncomfortable on anyway, because like, you don't know, someone just might come out at at it and come out you come at you yeah I'm not really sure why they would have but no well I don't know horror stories but yeah and also um, like this road was posh as fuck the houses there were so massive um, one of my friends lived in there we had a house party around his and it was like the best house party I'd ever gone to because <laughs> like there were so many rooms I could just leave everyone alone in <laughs> and then we went into like his like because he had a sister and they like had almost like a to scale like castle house. Like, you know, those plastic ones. Oh, wow. There's like big enough a grown man could fit in almost. So like <laughs> one of my friends went in through the door and then he's like, I can't get back out. <laughs> and we we're like trying to pull him through. Oh my God. And then like we had to get his sister. She's like, well, the roof comes off. So he like climbed up over. Um, anyway. Wow. Um, How weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird like that. Like people like that exist, you know? Oh, that was the same guy I was on about on another episode who cheated on his wife. Oh, him? Yeah. Oh, yes. All comes full circle. <laughs> That's um, why they were so strange. <laughs> anywho, so I went running and I was like, it takes about a quarter of an hour to do like one full circuit mm-hmm. while running. So I was like, do, 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 run, run, run. Um, and then I got to the bit where you can see the car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, still don't feel like great about that and I usually went around like three times anyway so mm-hmm. I was like I'll do one more and it was still like on which was the weird thing because like I'd gone for like quarter of an hour and the car was still running so I was like how long does it take to deliver mail mm. but then you know I remember all those times I was really excited for a wrestling DVD to come through and didn't come <laughs> to like fucking two o'clock in the afternoon and by that point my dad was kicking me out of the house being like no you can't sit in the living room anymore <laughs> so I was like okay I understand um so then, oh, post mail anyway. So then I went running again and I was like, still there. Hmm. And, so you went round again. And it was getting dark at this point. And I was like, every time I saw it, like my heart started beating a little quicker. Ooh. And I was like, I ah, just, I feel like something's wrong about it. And I went round one more time. And when you're running round, you have to like cross over a point because there's a point in the road where it just becomes grass. So like the way mm. you come up to the car okay. is like on that side where the car is and it's hard to cross over the road to get to the other one Mm -hmm. so and at this point it was dark and i was like starting to get a bit like i'm tired but i really really don't want to pass that car for whatever reason so i went running one more time and four's like that's a good hour of running like that is a lot yeah yeah. couldn't do that now i couldn't do fucking five (laughs) minutes of running now no me neither (laughs) um so the fourth time i was like okay fine whatever i'll just go past it and like i didn't want to like cross all the way over the road because and i was like i'll just walk past it i don't even have to look in like who gives a shit mm. um so i was like walking past and the lights were on so it's kind of like illuminated the inside a little bit yeah. and it's like don't look in don't look in don't look in and of course you look in because you know it's human nature You're just telling is, you yeah. not to look in so you do and like i only saw it for like a snap second but i saw two like emaciated women with their heads like rolled back so like the back of their heads were against the seats and they were like slumped down 
and their eyes had rolled back in the head so you could only see the whites and they had like these inhumanly large grins that like spread across their faces um and i'm not i swear to god this happened to me one of them like and i was like stopped and i was like looking in because i thought they might be like ODing or something yeah i was gonna say Um, that's where my mind would go first and i swear one of them turned and looked at me like with the eyes rolled up and like this inhumanly large grin with her head like lolling down <gasps> and I have n- I've been running for an hour at that point and I have never in my life run so quickly <sighs> like and I'll never forget that memory because it's like seared into my brain like I know like I probably like if I'm being really honest it's probably a cricket but the, why why is it parked for an hour if it was a trick of the light mm. and why did I get such a bad feeling from it I like, why did the whole day, like, when I was running, just feel weird and off and I didn't feel comfortable at all? Yeah. Um, but, like, I've never run so fast home. And I, I got home and I was, like, just panting and, like, just, like, you would not believe what I just saw. Did you, like, question yourself when you were back? Like, did I really see that? Or? No, because I know I saw it, is yeah. the thing. Like, I know in my heart, like, as much as I. Because if you want to almost clarify it so you don't sound like a fucking attention-seeking freak like yeah, the Transformers yeah. man. Um, <laughs> but I know I saw it. Like, I know it happened. In my heart, I know it happened. Oh, um, that is creepy. I wonder if it was maybe just those weird rich people with too much time on their hands and they decided that they were just going to freak people out potentially. Yeah, maybe. But, but yeah. I but it know. doesn't matter. Like, you still saw it and that's still, like, really fucking weird. And the whole vibe, like, just... The second I saw that car, it freaked me out. It felt like it was wrong. Mm. Like, I was, like, looking at, like, something wrong with reality. Like, the second I saw the car, I just felt off, and it was, like, something shifted you into, like, a slightly different reality. I, I don't yeah. know. It sounds so stupid. No, but... no. I mean, it It sounds like a really creepy horror movie, that's for sure. But it happened. Yeah, but it was real. To me. Ooh. To me, it was real. Maybe, like, if someone else saw it, they'd be like, oh, yeah, those two women were hot, and they were like... <laughs> And you were just like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Did we see the same thing? But to me, that's what happened. That's so, really creepy. Yeah, that's my really spooky horror story. I like it. Yeah. And what's your positive one? Positive and one. And on a positive one. <laughs> Although it gets a bit dark, but I'll tell the story anyway. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, dark um, and light. And it's not really a ghost story. It's more like a spiritual story. But okay. I guess like some of those have like transferred into this one. But it was my first year of uni and I had lost my mind. Like, I'd be, I was drinking a half bottle of vodka a day, like every day, and I didn't have any money for food because of reasons that I won't go into. So I was like literally just eating like cereal out the packet because I didn't have any money for milk. So I'd just like be lying in bed all day. And I got like, I was so convinced I was like so hideous. I couldn't like leave the house because I thought people were staring at me. So like, I'd have to get drunk before leaving the house. And the only way I left the house was to get more alcohol. So I was just like, Sitting there, munching on Kellogg's cornflakes and drinking straight vodka. Oh, man. Um, which that's, isn't a great look. That's a low. <laughs> and then that room was an absolute tip. And they did, it was my first year of uni. So they did like housing inspections. Oh, and God, I was yeah, like, I, I cannot be in someone that this room when someone comes to look at it. Yeah, they'll and, be like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be like, no, help me, please. So I was like, right, I'm going. I'm going out. So like. I went out and I was just wandering around. I was like, this is bad. Like, I feel awful. Um, And, you know, where we were in Winchester, like, you could always see, like, this hill from, like, a lot of places where you were, like, you know, St. Mm. Catherine's Hill. Like, like, 
you could always kind of see it, but it was like at the bottom past like town and like wherever you were in Winchester, because all the hills kind of rose away from it. So you were always like looking over yeah, to it. Yeah, you were always kind of in a valley somewhere yeah. in Winchester or at the top of a hill looking up at it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I've always seen this hill, but I've never actually walked up it. I think I'll do that while I'm trying to like kill time. And I was like, wandering down and I was like at that point I was just fucking done like I don't like I was just in such a bad place like I could barely leave the house I was drunk all the time and I was just like do to do I hate my life everything's terrible I want to die and then I was like walking up and like as I started to like get closer to the hill I started to like feel a bit better my hangover was slipping I wasn't I was so hungry I hadn't like had a proper meal in like four days god um, I've yeah, just been when, eating like Kellogg's cornflakes. Mind you, good things for your mental health, that's for sure. And like, then as I like started walking up it, I swear like the hunger like got less, the hangover went. And I wasn't drunk at that point. I'd um, didn't have any alcohol left and I hadn't bought any more. And I was just feeling like more, and I was just feeling healthier and healthier. And then like, I got to the top and I was just like looking out of all of Winchester. And when you're like that high up, it is quite a nice view. Mm. Um, because Winchester's quite a pretty city. And I was just like, I just had this, like, incredible feeling of warmth. And there was, like, this voice whispering to me, like, everything will be okay. And I didn't get, like, over my depression that day. But it was, like, the glass cracked a little bit. Like, the glass that I was, like, in where I was, like, stuck, miserable and depressed. Mm. And I couldn't get out of that glass to feel better. Like, it didn't shatter. Like, that wasn't enough. But it, like, cracked a little bit. That's awesome. Um, and I could like start to see a way out, and I was like, "Okay, cool." And then, yeah, from after that point, like I dropped out of that year of uni, went home. I went to the gym every single day, which is why I'm like convinced at the moment that if I could just get back to going to the gym regularly, I'll be like happy. Even though I did that for like a year and it didn't make me happy, but that one time <laughs> it did. Um, and like endorphins, I, though. Yeah, you know. I dropped like three stone because I was oh, working wow. out every day. And then, like, bit by bit, like, that glass just kept shattering. But if I didn't walk up the hill that one time, I don't think that, that little crack in it would have happened. Mm. I don't know what would have. But that was, like... I mean, you can say I was, like, hungry and hallucinating and having a mental breakdown. But, I don't <laughs> but then know, normally that thing's end, though, that sort of thing ends in a bad way, yeah, not a positive way. Yeah, I positive mental breakdowns. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like the opposite of a mental breakdown. <laughs> and, like, I just... Oh, and when I was up there, I felt this, like, insane warmth. And I felt like I was loved and I was safe. And I was, like... It was just... I mean, I, I know it's ghosts and that's not really a ghost story. But it's still, like, a, I felt like I was connected with something more than us. And is that not what ghosts are? Yeah. Are we not fascinated with ghosts because they prove that there's an existence that we don't understand and there's something more out there? Some bigger structures to the universe that we aren't privy to and we only get glimpses through them when we see ghosts or, like, mm-hmm. hear about ghost stories. Um, yeah, like a, a bigger experience yeah. that we're part of. And that kind of proved that to me. And I'll always remember it. And I'll, it's always like, I cannot say to people I'm an atheist or that I don't believe in God. Because it feels like a lie and it feels like I'm almost cheapening that experience. Or mm. I'm almost like, whenever I like... Because it would be easier if I did because I hate Christianity. <laughs> well, that, I mean, I, believing like, in something is not the same as structured religion. Yeah, it, I know. But when, it, like... It, like, just... I think when people say atheism, they mean I'm not a Christian a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah, they mean anti-Christian, yeah. So, like, I uh, guess. it'd be easy for me to say, oh, I'm an atheist, so I don't have to do the whole spiel of, I don't believe in Christianity, 
I don't know if I believe in a God, but I believe in a higher power. And then mm-hmm. I like, have to go into all of that. And then if I can argue about it and I live my life, like I'm an atheist because like, I don't live according to any words, but I can't say I am because I feel like I'd be cheapening that experience, which was profound. Yeah, you're me. an agnostic. But I'm not agnostic because I do believe in something because I can't say I don't because something. Yeah, but ag- that's what agnostic means. I no, think. agnostic means you're unsure. Oh, okay. But I'm sure in my belief that there's something more out there. Yeah. So you do believe that something exists, but you're just not sure what that something is. Yeah. Which to me is makes the most sense because how are we meant to know what it is? Because, you know, no one has, well, I'm sure people have died and come back to life, but then it's very difficult to say whether their experiences that they had while dying were to believe because the brain is malfunctioning at that point. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, no, obviously no one's died and come back to tell us what the afterlife was like. So like it's, yeah, difficult to say that you could, you know, know what any religion is or know what is beyond the void. I mean... And maybe it's nothing like a lot of atheists believe and that would be fine with me. That's the thing that always gets me about atheists. They're like, oh, you believe if you die, won't you feel so foolish? I'd be like, well, no. If you're right <laughs> no, and I, I die... I believe, that's the point. <laughs> and there's nothing. I won't feel foolish because I'll be in an abyss that doesn't, and nothing exists and I won't exist. <laughs> so I can give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. When when you feel stupid when you die, it's like no, I'll be dead. <laughs> and like, um, well, you, if, like, if you're an atheist, and then there is something I don't understand. I hate atheists. Uh, that's maybe too much of a hot take, but <laughs> yeah, heard it here first. I do hate the kind of atheists who are like, oh, fucking religious people jamming their views down their throat. But then they do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think I hate anyone who jams their any yeah. kind of views down your throat. And it's like, well, it is a matter of belief with atheists. And they're like, no, it's not. It's science. And it's like, well, no. Have you ever heard a scientist say this definitively happens when you die? Like, and if they have, like, there's no science that proves definitively what happens when you die. It doesn't exist or we would all know about it. Yeah. So you're taking it on faith that there's nothing. But that's still faith. You're still taking a belief. You're taking a belief in what science tells us so far. And that's fine. But it's still a belief because you're not died. You can't yeah. say this as fact. And they're like, well, no, it is fact. And they're like, well, no, it's not. Because you've not died. No one's died and come back to life. Yeah. So it's not fact. It's still belief. And I don't... I, I mean, I'm, you're more than welcome to have that belief. I'd never argue it. Like, absolutely fine. But you can't tell me it's not a belief. Yeah, you know, it is a belief. And you don't... That is a belief that you don't believe. Yeah. Which is fine. But it's still a belief because no one knows. And it's no more valid than anyone else's belief is, unless you're fucking... No one's come back from the dead. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And also, there's nothing... Science hasn't proven or disproven anything. You know, even ghosts and stuff like that. You know, there are electromagnetic anomalies that happen in the world that are able to be picked up by scientific equipment. But, like, does that mean that ghosts don't exist? Yeah. Yeah, well, no. I don't think it does. I don't think anything has been concretely proven that ghosts do or do not exist. But people... It's the same thing where it's like, well, ghosts have never been proven to exist, so surely they would have if they did exist. But then they haven't been proven to exist either. Exactly. And it's really... And it's the same with, like, it's like, well, nothing's been proven that happens after you die, so Mm. obviously nothing does. It's like, well, no, nothing's been proven not to happen. Yes, exactly. And also, nothing... I find the idea of nothing happening when you die and you just stop existing so comforting. Yeah, no, I, I, like, I kind of do as people well. People tell me that I'm not an atheist because I'm scared of death. I'm scared of the idea of nothing. But I, I like I don't always feel great in my body mm. and life. And sometimes the idea of just stopping existing to me feels like, oh, that'd be such a fucking relief. 
Yeah. And also, I stop existing every time I go to sleep. Like, I barely dream. <laughs> no, I do get it as well, because I always... Or when I get too drunk and black out. When I have very dark thoughts, and it's not often, but, like, I always think, oh... I, you know, if I did do something silly and like ended my own life, then everyone would be really sad. And then I'd be like, yeah, but it doesn't matter because I'd be dead. (laughs) So I wouldn't have to care. (laughs) And then obviously I stop with those self-destructive thoughts and I go like, come on now. This isn't healthy. (laughs) My problem is I do think something happens after you die and I don't know what, but like in a way that's almost a stressor because it's like, I don't feel like death is the end. And sometimes that stresses me out because I really, it's the idea of being conscious for something else is more scary to me than not. That's interesting because so many people would argue the opposite. Yeah. And go like, oh, the void is more terrifying. Nothing is more terrifying than nothing. But you wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't because you wouldn't be anything because you'd be nothing. (laughs) If there is something like that's going to be fucking scary to explore. Well, or exciting. I don't even like leaving Fleet. (laughs) You've name dropped where you live so many points at Uh, this time. Do do you want me to keep censoring that? No, there's like three Fleets in the UK. Oh, yes, that's true. (laughs) Haha, which one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you've also given other indicators of which which one it could possibly be, but hey-ho. I mean, they're going to, yeah, whatever. They'll work it out eventually. In the last podcast, they say they live in New York, so. That's true. New York's a very big place, though. (laughs) So sweet, that. We're going to see them tomorrow. Yes. And canonically, we can say that. We're going to see Last Podcast on the Left Live tomorrow in London. So that should be fun. Very much excited for that. Yes. I would say if you see us out, come say hi, but it's going to be dropped after that. Yes, it is. Yeah, this is coming out in a week's time from when we record it. And they don't know what we look like. No, that's true. Anyway, so this has been Journey (laughs) into the Strange. I have been Kaz. And I've been Ralph. Thank you for watching. No, listening. God damn it. And we can't really say what episode's coming next because... I can tell tell you. I can tell you. Next episode. We're... We've done this obviously in the past, but the next episode, canonically, is Chakras. Don't even remember recording that one. Oh, well. well, Not because I was drunk or anything. I literally just... (laughs) Remember what I had to say? Um... I think it was a good one. I did uh, quite a lot of research on it. I read a lot of books on I it. I read two, I think. I don't think we were able to sum it up very well, but um, but yeah. we'll see. When I come back to edit the episodes, I'm often surprised. So we'll see. The Kabbalah one's terrible. Oh yeah, that one's that one's worth missing, actually. <laughs> I'd like to think that was funny, but I don't think it was that either. <laughs> and then you got my two favourites since we did Chaos, Magic and Tarot. And astrology. I really liked astrology. Astrology was good. I seem to like the ones where I'm not that into it. Yeah. Because you... Well, can we drop a few of... You know, give clues of... Well, not not even good clues. So we say that what episodes we've done? I I kind of just did. I said, and you got Kabbalah and then Law of Attraction and Satanism. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, you've already said it then. Oops. (laughs) No, well, yeah, because... Yeah, you like Law of Attraction as well. Yeah. But I feel like you had a lot to say on that in a negative way. That I did. <laughs> and uh, no, uh, Satanism was really fun as well. And we're going to be doing lucid dreaming next. So we'll be recording that sometime soon. But don't be excited for it because it's not going to be out till January. Oh, yeah. you got a while to wait. So, you know, the, this is just wetting the palate for what's to come. But please don't get excited yet because, you know, time. 
Yep. Time does exist. It does. Anyway, bye.